Hello again and welcome to Rethinking Rehab with Dr. Shane Smith, licensed physical therapist practicing out of Naples, Florida. Today I wanted to do a podcast, another research rundown. So this one is going to be related to low back pain. Um, I think a common thing many people deal with is a injury related to lifting, moving, weight training, something of that nature where we're loading our bodies with a bending motion that causes us to get low back pain. Many patients I've treated over the years have this injury occur and it becomes a very chronic problem that lasts for a very long time period with very limited relief. I have found these issues, if treated early, can be effective with minimal interventions needed to fix. So if someone had strained their back lifting something or weight training, as in the case with this uh, case report I'm about to go over, um, getting corrective exercises in, modifying movement early, and trying to get modality care as soon as injuries occur always result in faster healing rates. Um, so I found this case report online. Um, it was in the International Journal of Sports Physical Therapy back in 2013, so it's got a little bit of age to it. However, it's still a good one. Um, the case report is entitled The Use of Trigger Point Dry Needling and Intermuscular Electronic Stimulation for a Subject with Chronic Low Back Pain. So this individual is a 30-year-old female. She was an active duty military. Um, she has had chronic issues in the back in the past with low back pain as well as right hip pain and after performing a deadlift activity it substantially increased her pain level to the point that she did not feel that she could uh, perform her military based work duties so she went to a physical therapist for this that was obviously licensed to perform uh, dry needling and decided based on her clinical impressions which pretty much showed you know, palpable, low back pain, um, prone instability test positive for L3 and L5 segments in her lumbar spine, muscle strength issues, you know, weaker in the glute med, glute max on the right compared to the left. Uh, she initially had a Oswestry disability of 20% and had a pain rating of 4 out of 10. Now, this individual received two treatments over a 48 hour time period. So we're not talking about a lot of work for this person. And they experienced from initial visit to initial follow-up, a four out of 10 to a two out of 10 pain rating. So 50% improvement, as well as a complete improvement from disability questionnaire from 20% impaired down to zero. Um, the follow-up was done after the second visit, after the second treatment, uh, which was only 48 hours from the first one. Uh, they followed up two other times to see how this patient was doing. Uh, those time periods of follow-up for her were 14 days after the second treatment and 12 weeks after the second treatment. So we do have two weeks after treatment and then three months after treatment. And impressively, pain rating stayed at a 0 out of 10 for the second and third follow-up, and Oswestry Back Disability Index stayed at a 0% three months afterwards, and she stated not having any major increases in pain, and after two weeks from the second treatment, she was back to full military active duty work, which I'm not in military, but I know they have a lot of running, a lot of lifting, a lot of jumping, 
uh, a lot of weight training stuff that is challenging on a low back and a hip. So with this patient, what did they do to get someone with chronic low back pain that had flared up and irritated their back back to feeling great in two sessions? And that was use electro dry needling for a treatment intervention. Now, there were a lot of things that set this up well. There were palpable tenderness, taut bands in the glute max, glute med on the right side. There was palpable tenderness to the lumbar spine. A lot of things lined up with a muscle-related irritation and less lined up with chronic degeneration in the back causing issues. So because this is a 30-year-old person, their spine should be in still pretty good shape, um, and they did handle the treatment very well. So pretty much what they did is they used electro dry needling. So they used acupuncture needles and they targeted multifidus, which is your deep spinal stabilizing muscle because of the prone instability test being positive for L3 and L5 levels. They used a needle that would go down to the bone so it would hit the multifidus as well as they targeted glute max and glute med on the right hip. These three muscles were also utilized electrocurrent through them, and that was performed for approximately 20 minutes each session. After they received the electro dry needling treatment, they then worked on some stretching and corrective core strengthening exercises. Um, in this person's functional screening, they were shifting to the left with squatting and other bending tasks, so favoring that right side, and that was a big thing that they wanted to improve upon. Now, when they did the dry needling treatment, there was pistoning described in the initial insertion of the needle into the muscle bellies. My experience, I minimally piston. If I do get a trigger point, I'll do two or three more pistons, which is a insertion of an acupuncture needle into a muscle, which elicits a local twitch response. It's kind of like the muscle spasms, but it doesn't hurt. It just kind of causes that reaction, uh, followed by removal of the needle out of the muscle, but not removing the needle out of the cutaneous skin. It's just moving it out of the muscle is in and then back in the muscle is in. If a spasm twitch, local twitch response is provoked, the movement back and forth with the needle is continued. Um, in my training, this is one thing I would say I do not do a lot of. I will do a few trigger point piston movements, but no more than three or four. Some other research I've read shows that the metal on the needle gets damaged by the constant movement, movement in and out of our tissue, and that can cause for increased friction on the metal of the needle going into your body tissue, which can cause more tissue trauma, bruising, soreness, some of the side effects we try to limit as much as possible. But they did do some pistoning with this patient, and she tolerated everything well. And from the author's opinion, this is a quote, they feel that trigger point dry needling with electro may invoke neurophysiological reset, allowing the motor learning to occur and significantly improve motor control and stability of the lumbar spine and hip region. So when you start to look at someone move and when they shift or they're doing, you know, kind of the pelvic flex where you see their butt wink and all the different things you hear about in the weight training, strength training world that are signs of 
fatigue or there's signs of weakness, a lot of times that movement pattern, that alteration of normal that we like to see changes because your body's trying to prevent either pain or it's trying to move a certain way it thinks is the right way to do it. And if you have that movement pattern occur over a long period of time, it becomes habit and your brain locks in how to move that way. I see this all the time happen with core activation and lumbar stability with bending, as well as neck mid-back strengthening and not overactivating the upper trap. These muscles that we've just come so consistent with activating at the wrong times for movement cause dysfunction. So one of the big things I agree with this author is I do feel utilizing um, needling to reset our nervous system does have a long-term corrective nature to actual movement patterns. And several studies have demonstrated that you actually get more pain relief and improvement in functionality with electro-dry needling than you would just TENS or another type of electro pain management on its own. Um, the main reason they found in research, and this was mainly done with sciatica and chronic low back, is that N-methyldiaspartate, N-MDA receptors on the central terminals of the dorsal root ganglion, which is all segments of where nerve impulses go into your spinal cord from muscles or, or distal points, um, play a very important role in development of central sensitization related to persistent inflammatory pain. So, you know, one thing I will comment a little bit on that a situation would be if you had an injury, let's say low back injury, um, and you feel just a pinpoint pain, like right there I can push and it hurts. Over time, if that stays present, there is a good chance that pinpoint pain may result in regional pain, meaning the whole right side of the low back or the right glute and the low back all start hurting. Why does this occur? The best analogy I can give to you would be if someone was drowning in a pool and they're yelling to the lifeguard for help, help, throw me a life vest, help, help. If, the, if there's a lot of noise, things going on, the lifeguard may not hear that one person. However, other people around that person drowning are going to start to get concerned too. And they're going to all start yelling to the lifeguard, hey, you need to do something. This person needs help. The more voices yelling at the lifeguard increase the likelihood that lifeguard is going to come down and save you. They're going to hear, notice more people yelling, pay attention to it, and then react to it. Our brain and body work similar with pain. If there is a muscle that's irritated and there's one stimulus of pain coming through one level of the back, over time, other nerve impulses coming through that same level are going to say, brain, aren't you listening to this poor receptor down here scream that there's pain? I'm going to start screaming there's pain too until you start paying attention. And that's when we go from a pinpoint pain to a regional area that the whole area hurts. So we try to get things to get more pinpoint and specific. And this electro-dry needling has shown in research to give you a specific way that we can reset our nervous system to stop with this yelling or increasing of noise of a pain stimulus to get more specific and to actually be able to correct it. Um, also in the follow-up testing, they showed a lot of the hip musculature was improved, uh, core activation was improved. 
It almost appears to me with resetting the nervous system and improving muscular trigger points and pain through musculature from the weightlifting, weightlifting injury allowed for the whole body and nervous system to start reacting better together. So overall, this case study was very interesting. It had very, very positive outcome measures for the individual involved. Its main limiting factor was it was a single individual and not a group of individuals being uh, checked out. So further uh, info on electrocrole dry needling with chronic low back pain should be looked into as well as looking at a larger group of subjects to determine if more individuals other than thus this 30-year-old female would have the same benefits of treatment. I hope this podcast was intriguing, interesting, and thought-provoking. I hope everyone has an enjoyable day. I hope everyone enjoyed the Memorial Day uh, and keep working and keep getting people better. Until next time, take care, everyone.